Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. This is the Access Jamaica podcast, Reasonings with Odessa, episode 16. Sweet 16. to watch for this episode and I love this song. I've been kind of pumping this song a little bit from like last November, but I started playing it again and I just think she's bad. So Shoma Josie, she hails from South Africa, guys, and she's a rapper, an actress. She's everything. I think she's so super dope. Um, I want you guys to go out and check out her music and, you know, let's support more of our African artists. Um, Yeah, let's just support Africa, everything about Africa. Speaking of Africa, right now it's Independence Day for Ghana. So I want to say big up to all my Ghanaian massives that are listening. Happy Independence to you guys. And speaking of Ghanaians, my show today, I'm so happy to have the big bad bim boss stone boy he is gonna be my guest today um so let's just actually go in i'm not gonna like wait or anything we're just gonna go in and speak to stone boy right now on this episode of reasonings with odessa Good life is all about good life. Spanka, one God. Mm. Can't take the feet. Look to the left, look to the right. I'm thankful for my life. The struggles I've been through, but I keep winning every single fight. All right, so we there, Jamaica. We're not there, Ghana. And um, it's reasons with Odessa. This interview was supposed to kind of happen in. Ghana, but the man is here right now. Welcome mm. to Reasoning Stone Boy. Yeah, man. Odessa, nice to 
connect back, you know. So it's like um, if the mountain wouldn't go to Moses, Moses would go to the mountain kind of vibe. Seen. Yeah, man, so we're here finally as it's supposed to be. Last year was the year of the return. What was the experience like for you seeing so much people of the diaspora return home? Mm, I mean, it's good. It was coming to that one point or sometime. I believe that people have always returned home. People have established businesses from in the diaspora, you know, over the years, you know. It depends on when you got woke, set up or sort of when you got woke to feel like, um, to feel like yeah, I have to go back home to do this and that. You know, but um, 2019 marked the 400 years, whatever. So they place that significance on that slave trade, how long it run after it was this 400 years after, right? After mm -hmm. slavery. So literally, it made a lot of sense because um, 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 it marked the first slave ship leaving Accra or leaving the Cape Coast Castle into the Americas. So. It gave everybody like more reason. You know how people have to have a reason to do stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, that was a good, good plan or good initiative because the whole of Africa actually um, had to um, um, commended Ghana for that effort. Mm -hmm. So because people came through, or a lot of people came to Africa, not only Ghana, because of that initiative. Right. So they sort of like year of return. So whoever had any connect in Nigeria, went to Nigeria, possibly came by Ghana because, yeah, because if you're in Nigeria, go to Ghana, Kenya. People went all the way South Africa, Egypt, and still had to pass through. I met a lot because of people. That was, like, that, was like, that was like a vibe. So yeah. it's a beautiful one. And I think afterwards, um, Ghana is still preaching the beyond the return right. as well. So that's what it's begun in a way that the, um, I think I'm having to do like a concert in May in Memphis is the... Um, what do you call it, Bill Festival or something. Mm -hmm. We're on that as well as part of the initiative for that festival, recognizing the efforts of Ghana and the tourist board and everybody to have come up with the Year of Return initiative. Now they're actually recognizing backwards. Like, I mean, you guys invited everybody to Africa, especially Ghana to be precise, but we are also inviting you now to the city of Memphis. Mm -hmm. So it's just going to be like that from... And also, I mean, I like that initiative because their cities are hosted one after the other. Right. I just finished a show in Miramar, Florida, right. where the vice mayor and the mayor put together an Afro-Carib festival. How was that? So it was great. It was crazy. Me, Kippeltown, Amara, La Negra headlined it. There were a lot of other, nice, I mean, great artists who passed through. So I think that the initiative has taken off. Like, it, to me, it has always been. It's only after the 400th year that significance has been placed on paying attention to, you know, either going back home or the people in the diaspora opening up to also treating, you know, stuff or, or you know, material commodity. I want mm -hmm. to take it beyond entertainment sphere. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking beyond entertainment. Out. Exactly. So, so how do you feel that Ghana's developed in the past 10 years? Because I went there for the first time and I was told to a lot of people that wasn't there, this wasn't there. And I keep seeing all these new buildings popping up or being developed. You know, how, how has it been developed in the past 10 years from when you were younger to now? And I'm not just talking Accra, Osu, yeah, but yeah, everywhere yeah. else. I mean, from, I mean from, uh, from my own perspective, Africa is still somewhat considered as a developing continent right. where you have South Africa classified as a developed 
you know so definitely the, even those that are classified as developed countries are doing things changing infrastructure refixing things every time i go to the uk and i see breaking down of buildings and re infrastructure hospitals all these things i go to america i come to jamaica i see the same thing so definitely development is key infrastructure is key for every growing or if even not classified as developing or developed change is the only um, 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 the only thing that is um, 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 what do they say change is the only inevitable thing anyway so if how much more change for a better is mm-hmm. this great so you know you know i'm just trying to tell do you, you that think that ghana's ghana, gonna be mm-hmm. like a lot of people say now like a lot of people from the diaspora say if ghana if you don't invest in ghana in the next five years you're gonna be you're gonna get lost because that's like the hot seat, the hot place to be right now. Yeah man, I respect that anyway, but I think if you don't invest in Africa literally, you know. Mm-hmm. So because Ghana is um is is a stand as the gateway to Africa, yes, because of its history and its things that it values and stuff that, you know, I'm blessed to come from Ghana as well as Africa as a whole. So whoever is saying that within the next five, ten years if you don't invest in Ghana particularly as a country you're losing, I, I think they're only expressing it in a form of representing Ghana as the whole of African continent. So, yeah, definitely, you know, it's a good look. And uh, most of us Ghanaians also, or Africans, have investments all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it's just how viable you see where and what. But home is always home. Africa is like enormous opportunities, enormous things to tap in already. You know, When so. you leave home... And you come back. What's the first thing that you want to eat when you reach home? Uh, I I eat really simple, you know. I eat what I know, basically. Which so I what? don't really crave for too much. But I love my plain rice. Yeah. And 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 stew. Yeah. Canned beef stew and plantain and uh-huh. salad. When you come to Jamaica, what's the first thing you want soon as you land? When I come to Jamaica, I think I know that there's enough familiarity with the food, so I'm good. Because most of the things, the rice, some peas, the rice, it's just the same African food, you know, so I'm good. When I'm coming to Jamaica, I know that it's going to be the same kind of thing. But it's elsewhere that I'm worried. So I'm either looking for a Jamaican restaurant, I'm looking for an African restaurant, or I'm looking for a Nepal restaurant. Or a Spanish, you know, anything that, you know, spices. Anything that well seasoned. All right, so tell us about, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that, are here and a lot of my listeners like I have 30% of my listeners are from Jamaica mm. the rest are from the US the world and around the world tell people who is Stoneboy yeah Where man you tell- who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off ba da ba 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 about Stoneboy from the beginnings and how did you fall in love with dancehall? Um, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a male biologically because these days, you know, <laughs> so I have to, I, I have to introduce myself on that world standard level so they know the vibes. <laughs> I'm a hardcore, I'm a man, you know, I'm a male, literally, so that's how to start with. And uh, my biological name is Livingston. My birth name is Livingstone. I spell ah, it with a stone. So that's where the stone so, come from. Yeah, the, the, it's not. I don't go with a stone because it doesn't end there. You have to add the e, cause the stone, and I deal it. 
at the rock. That's right. So it's the living That's stone, right. you know what I mean? So living stone, Eche Satekla. Eche is uh, my, the name for my ethnicity because I'm a twin. So any twin of any, every twin you find in my language or my dialect or where I come from as my culture, they call them Eche and Achu. So I'm Eche, I'm a twin and Satekla is my birth name. My surname literally is a surname derived from all these things. You know, Volta region of Ghana is where I come from. The red, gold, green, and the black stars when you check out the flat. Yes, that's where it is. And then now I fell in love with um, dance or reggae music or music in general. Because... But dance specifically because you're known as a dance hall artist. Mm-hmm. So when did you really fall in love? Like, what was the yeah, first song I loved that just like... Literally, Boom. I mean, I think that as time has gone on now, we have to re-describe or re-evaluate and put certain things in the right perspective. I'll give credit to music, literally, and God for the talent, you know, because that is where it starts. But I got drawn to dancehall and reggae music because the root of it is high life and Afrobeat, Afrobeat music of today, as they, they term it. So it's this, all these genres have African bass to them. All these genres of music, R&B, reggae, dance, or Afrobeat, is, 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 is the basis of it, the foundation is Africa, is Afrobeat. So for me, anything, anything, any musical genre that has its roots into the foundation or come from, the, or it has its roots into the foundation is what inspired me from the beginning. I'm only growing to evolve and to, you know, get the circle together properly and this is where we are i'll jump into why i'll jump into making the world know that's the reason why the afro beats of today is actually because everything is coming back into a full circle where it's us this is our music you know what i mean but what but, made you trigger what was it like you say it's music but like when is it like was there a song mm, or anything in particular mm, that made you say yo it's reggae like, and I'm, like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going to add reggae and dance out to the Afrobeats that I, that I know. That's it, right? Any song that particularly just got you when you yeah. were like... I may not be able to remember or recollect <laughs> because that's like years ago what particular song it was. But, you know, I think reggae music and dancehall music has been around for a while now as well. And I can only attribute it to the fact that we can relate to it inside of our DNAs, you know? So... <clears throat> That's it. And actually, it's the vibes, you see, the vibes, the message that the reggae carries most often. Because when you mention reggae, you know what is termed to be like a revolutionary music, like music for everybody, music for the poor. Like reggae music can literally address everything. Right. Meanwhile, dancehall music sort of was built up upon the hype thing and the, and the vibe. I don't know. That's what I, I That's believe. That's your interpretation. That's my, yes. Right. But you can actually express yourself, you know, as how you feel. However you feel de- determines on, on, on what rhythm you're going to probably express yourself on as far as I'm concerned as a, as a musician, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, which is true. So I felt that I could express myself both ways. You know, I felt, I believed, and I mean, I, I, I knew that I, could, I couldn't stereotype or box myself, you know, mm-hmm. because some of the feelings or some of the creative, um, 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 some of the creative stuff that I have to place on, you know, as music, I have to, it's either reggae or dance or, you know, so I'm just, for me, particularly as an artist, I'm just honored and glorified. That you're so versatile. That I'm so, ver- yes. <laughs> so it's really difficult to put me in a box. You can identify me with music, literally, uh-huh. and coming from Africa, yes. That's the most, that, that's, the, that's what matters to me the most. 
you know. But I draw great inspiration from reggae and dancehall as well. How yeah. somebody that's never seen a Stone Boy show, can you describe the vibe of a Stone Boy concert? My Stone Boy concert, you should see one of these days is crazy. It's high energy. is is high energy, and is super emotional and connected. Uh-huh. And if I can use this word, connective uh-huh. and addictive, because uh-huh. I represent for the masses, I represent for the message. Mm-hmm. You know, at a Stoneboy concert, you're going to get like, sometimes you have to do high life version, Afrobeat version, dancehall version, and reggae version. Mm-hmm. And every one of them cuts through the heart right there and sits down where it has to sit, you know, for what, for the kind of message that they, they bring. So, any Stoneboy concert is one that is very, it's like, um, it's one that you would want to attend. Like, you know, yes, you're going to get music, you're going to get vibe, you're going to get the energies right, you're going to get me to even interpret the song some more, you know, tell you how it all, you know, mm-hmm. just narrate our story and, and, and in melodies, you know, and, and talk to one another, literally. Bim. Yeah, man. What is Bim? It's Blessed Imperial Majesty, you know. B-H-I-M is a sound that awakens the soul, awakens the souls, awakens your spirit. I remember coming to space and say, BIM! You know, say yes. There's heat, there's fire, you have to rise and move, you know, because from where I come from, the ghettos, you know, Ashaiman is the city, you have to move, you have to rise, you have to stand up. And in all these things, I give thanks to the Most High, His Imperial Majesty, His God Almighty, the overall, the one that lives in us outside of us, within and above, beneath. So we have to give him glory and thanks every time because nothing depends on carnal humankind. So after I got that sound to be a signature sound, mm-hmm. I sat and thought so deep about what this would mean because people see me now and call me, Bim! So I'm like, yeah, man, I responded to that nicely. Ever since I said that in one of my songs in 2000 and eight years ago, mm-hmm. or probably even, even 10, because in 2010, I realized that, okay, people are catching up to that slogan. I wouldn't just waste it. I need to give it a meaning or interpretation. So I sat and I spelt it. Then, I'm, then I broke it down to bless his imperial majesty. I like that. Every time. I for like everything. That. So that, uh, you know, we don't, I believe in everything. I don't have to go wayward. Because ultimately, in the end, I'm yeah. on a mission sent by his imperial majesty. Same way, still, so no matter yeah. what. So that's, so, a, that's a code. So when you see BIM, when you see me wear anything BIM, that's the So cool. what happened to my BIM? Like, Justice is here, he's come back, you guys are come back. Where, where's, my, where's my BIM t-shirt? Where's yeah, my Yeah, we hadn't launched the tired. shop yet. Yeah, yeah, so you know, you're going to get deliveries yeah. all over by the end of the month because we just opened up the store first I ever. I saw. First ever. I you know? saw. Yeah, I opened it right in my community, right in the hood that's that perfect. I grew up from. You don't that's know. That's where your support is, really. Yeah, man. Yeah, and you know, like I represent for them definitely. Like once upon a time, I should be the only. I should be one of. Them. I don't want to go and like I eat off the credit them, but you know, <laughs> no, no, no. but we know, we know. I, I should be one of the artists who has taken it to the world from that community, you know. Yeah. And there are a lot of other people who their foot. My community is such that anybody rises from there, it's like yes, ja, you know, not that kind of vibe. So. We hold it up high and, and, and we're representing. It's the biggest city or the biggest city in the whole of Accra. 
you know, control the population. Go, to, I didn't get to go this yeah, time. And any time you, you I'm are, not coming back yeah, Christmas are, when are, I go. Yeah. <laughs> but Jano, you're either going on your own to check the vibes and know it just because, you know. Yeah, man, so you're going to get your teeth still. You're going to get your teeth. <laughs> you hear that, everybody? Soon, 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 soon. It's going uh, gonna to be available worldwide. Yes. So you can check it out on so www.buybeam.com. That's it, buybeam.com, and it's ready for run. So, Stone, you know, you're, so you're, you're a father worldwide. now. Yeah, man. Uh, how is my niece doing? And you're a father yeah, now of a son. Mm-hmm. How has fatherhood changed you as a man? Yeah, man. I think growing up, I have had to be a responsible person. So I fathered my kid sisters and all these ones. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to father the home. So there was a, you know, aside being biologically called as a father, I think that I have had that fatherly vibes from long, you know. If anybody cares for their bridging or them there, I think... They are not a father, father. You know, when you see your daughter and you see your son, like what, how, 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 because a lot of people that have children, mm. they say it changes your life. Yeah, there must be a change because it's progress. If mm. progress don't change you, if de- it's a development. So if a development mm. don't change you, then, then it doesn't, it's no development. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Meant to zero, then it hasn't made any impact, you know, because impact is either negative or positive, mm-hmm. yes, and development is either is 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 a change literally so there must be a change i mean looking at my own two kids i give thanks to god the most because this is how it is this is how it's always going to be even after we're we're dead and gone mm-hmm. this is how procreation is and you just give thanks that through you somebody else is just like through somebody else you are mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. always that that's how the, the world is going to run. After 100 years, we're not going to be here. Sometimes I see some edifices and I see 1545. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to be like 1545. None of that, they're not alive. You can't find one person living in these times. But you get to realize that in their time, they would have thought that, yeah, how we run things. Mm-hmm. But we're here in 2020. And so just... I mean, not to say too far, but um, 2075 or what? 2090 is going to come one day, you know? Mm-hmm. And trust me, half are we not go there. <laughs> <laughs> and so when them coming, they would feel like a damn run things. Yeah, man. Meanwhile, <laughs> people have run things. So history is really important. So procreation leaves a mark of history. It's very important. You know what I mean? So you know what I say? Yeah, that's your grandfather. That's your great grand. So mm-hmm. you just... It's just, that's, that's the ultimate change that I can ever feel as a father. So it's just going to continue like that. You so know? you have a next project coming out. You have a next album coming out. Yeah, man. Tell me about that. This album is actually a point in time where I have been one of the young pioneers of that sound that I've always believed in to get global, you know, in my time, because there have been times before so in my time now, I'm only privileged to be alive, to be one of the names that will come up when it comes to the measure of Afrobeat and dancehall and reggae music together. Mm-hmm. Yes, so at this point in time, at this junction, 
The album is called Angraga. So at this junction is a combination of all these things put together. Mm -hmm. The influences that have run through me and the influences that I have run through, you know, to put this album together. So one track, each of all that influence. You know what I mean? So that's how we got the whole package, the Angloga Junction. Mind you, Angloga is an African word, precisely a Ghanaian word. Much more precisely an Ewe word. Ewe, that's what I was going to say. Much more precisely <laughs> from the Anglo people. You see? So that's where I want to start it from. You see? An uh -huh. African word, Ghanaian word, uh -huh. Ewe word. So that's just the Anglo is just a representation of African, the African style and influence uh -huh. on the album, ultimately. And then the junction now is an English word. So the junction now represents all the other Western or foreign influence. Mm -hmm. So you see the Anglaga Junction is where I'm at now. I'm at that junction right now, creative-wise. That's the junction that I'm at. So who's... who's and Anglaga Junction literally is a junction. After that junction? Yes, please. There is a junction called... There's, there's always Anglaga Junction. <laughs> and that is one of the junctions that run through the whole of Ghana still. There's always a junction somewhere called... Junction. Yes, there's always a junction <laughs> somewhere called Anglaga. Right. Because you find out that people from my ethnicity have, have always lived in different other ethnic... You know, because Ghana is a whole, but we have the North, East, South, mm -hmm. West, Central, and all that. You definitely find Anglo people who reside, who, who, who move from the Volta region where they supposedly belong as a... As a, as a geographical area mm -hmm. to move into the east, south, south, south. So everywhere they go, they have like, there must be an Angloga junction right there. Ah, I see. So that's literal meaning, but the deeper meaning is a representation of my root experiences and the influences from the African perspective represented by my, the name of my root and the junction as an English word representing the other Western and the foreign influence. So mm -hmm. I'm at Dangoga Junction right now. Nice, I on like my that. album. Yeah, that's the creative so, process. So who's producing on this album? Tell us about the production. Is yeah, it the all producers you? have a lot of. Uh, there are a lot of pro producers. Producers, as in literal production. Yeah. Music instrumental production. You have Gazi. You have. Man them from Ghana, Street Beat, you have I Papi, people who have always worked with me from, and then you have Dre, who's produced me, and Kerry Hill Singh, who's pro a lot of producers as well, trust me, from Nigeria and across Jamaica as well. I recorded some of the one song here with Jamil inside at Big With Jamil, that you Jamil shot the video, Bichy. that's yeah, what you're hearing. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm on tour, so literally it's, it was part of the plan to jump from one spot right. to the other. So, yeah, man. Nice. Where did you shoot the video? Um, we shot it at Port Royal, uh -huh. and then our one other part, you know, downtown somewhere. Yeah, downtown somewhere now. Where else? Didn't that remind you? Doesn't downtown kind of remind you of Jamestown? You tell him. <laughs> you tell them. Jamestown is the vibe. Yeah, when I was driving through Jim, Jamestown, everybody yeah, was like, "I'm like, oh my god, this is just like downtown Kingston. Yeah, it just man. reminds me of downtown Kingston. Yeah, it's the man. same vibe." Because it means your first time you visited, so I think your experience. As a first timer, it's really important how we can compare certain things to find mm -hmm. the similarities. Second and third time is is, is different vibe. Yeah, because I want to go first more time, into the country yeah, in the, the central. Yeah. yeah, man, you're gonna go through, and when you go through your final, it's the same thing, it's the same same kind of liberty, you know, because it's us, it's us yeah, I just felt that have spread across over the years. But let me tell you something uh, though, Ghanaians, everybody, 
them love Jamaica and Jamaican culture. They have so much respect. I've never seen mm. so much Jamaican flags mm. up everywhere I go. Mm. When we take an Uber, mm. I tell Uber man, say, yo, away I do bumble clap. Mm. Jamaican, mm. you're my mm. first Jamaican I've ever mm. taken. Mm. The respect and the love mm. being Jamaican coming to Ghana mm -hmm. is just undeniable. Yeah, man. So it's just like the love of a mother, you know? Yeah. That's it. Once you come home, you have to feel at home. Perfect. Come on. And it's real like yeah. that. It's just a simple, that's the most simplest way I can describe it. So, you, you know, it's just home. So once you come home, then you must feel at home. It doesn't matter if there's food at home or there's no food at home. You see that feeling when mm -hmm. you go back home. Mm -hmm. So right. it's only right that Jamaicans get that amount of respect. Oh, my and God. I feel like when people find me as a, anytime I come to Jamaica and I go into spaces as an African, I see that that glitter, I see that interest in wanting to stay and vibe also. It's just, I feel like up to this point, that natural, you see, the, the inside of us, you know, is, 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 is super. Sometimes I, I describe it like that. That's why it's supernatural. Mm. Soup, the inside really of magical. us is really super. That's just magical. It sees something else we can't even describe as people. Jamaicans don't you know? even realize how connected they are spiritually to home. In the way they talk, in the way their exactly. movement is, in the way their attitude can is. I, can I broaden it up to black people? Black people on the whole, but I, I mean, find yes. that even when you go to America and there's black Americans, because while I was there, I noticed the difference going to mm. the slave dungeon. Mm. And I'm emotional, mm. and the black Americans are there, not all, mm. but there's a few, majority, doing full-on Instagram shoots mm -hmm, and are not mm -hmm, really mm -hmm, connecting. Mm -hmm. And something was said to me like five years ago by mm -hmm. Minister Farrakhan mm -hmm, while having mm -hmm. dinner. He says, while it will take a West Indian or a person of the Caribbean six mm -hmm. months mm -hmm. to deprogram them to get them back to mm -hmm. where they are as mm -hmm. black people, mm -hmm. it would take a black American six years. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's why I was <laughs> yeah, saying, man. you know, so like, you're super we, we right. You're right teeth, about that. We, eh, eh, you're mm, right about that. You're right. Same thing. Same thing. Because I think that it never really, it, you see, the dilution is not as deep as that of the black American in America, you mm see. -hmm. But in the Caribbean, you find out that it's, 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 very, just, close. it's very close. If, if, if we had a straight flight, it would be five we're, or six we're hours. That. You know, <laughs> yeah, it would be five or six hours straight yeah. flight, and only God knows we how how fluent or how often we're all gonna be communicating. But it's coming together in the end. I believe that our music is gonna. We're all gonna sing the same music, like Bob Marley said. In mm -hmm. the end, in the end, we're gonna sing the same music. It will go to a point where I Stoneboy will be big in Ghana and big in Jamaica simultaneously because we we enjoy each other's music. We do that already anyway. Mm -hmm. But in a manner that the world is going to see us and mm -hmm. honor us and respect us, and we might not even feel away because we are, once we found each other, we're good. It doesn't matter who's looking at us or who's not. Music will not only be the only trade, it will be everything. Absolutely. All of our trade. Yes. From the region yes. to Africa yes. without being stopped to go to the United Absolutely. States or to Absolutely. the UK. There must be a plan to that. So now I think... The powers that be are realizing that the other power is rising and it can't get suppressed anymore. But, you know, we need to do more than talking and more mm -hmm. than wishing I, as I'm, black I'm, people. I'm you know from I mean? going to Ghana. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. 
Ba-da, ba, ba, ba. We have to make to the take steps. Yeah, man, take steps and make moves. I find my president come to Jamaica a number of times to come talk to allness and all them there. Cause mm-hmm. me and the president, you go to you know, yeah, man. And for artists like myself, I make sure that when I'm in America, whatever, I push through. Cause I see it beyond only trying to feel too big as an artist. I see it as a mission. I see it as a connect. There's something must be done. Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't, I don't impact people or if I don't benefit from it directly, some people else, some other people will benefit from the fact that we pushed the levels to a, to an area where we made an effort to communicate mm-hmm. and put this music and the sound together, you know? And I think that's why I'm one of the most featured African artists to Jamaicans, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. tallest, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm mission-minded on that level. Absolutely. Let nobody feel that I want to ride on them to boss I had. No, so I'm a good at home. Yeah, of course. I have to be honest about African that. artists don't even need to tour anywhere else but home. I'm, 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 I have to be real, <laughs> you know. So, But there's a bigger picture. Yeah, man. So the more we see that, the better. And even that's going to improve and still increase the business sector anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't know, you know tell me about boss energy everywhere i was driving in ghana i see boss energy and then i also heard that part proceeds of boss energy goes to mm-hmm. charity mm-hmm. as well tell me about that yeah man the truth is i was contacted we've been in meetings and talks with uh one of the biggest producers of um of beverages in ghana mm-hmm. you know they do everything beverage recycling bottling and everything and they contacted me, my, me, I mean, my two management, however. And then we began, we had conversations, conversations. I, I was made a brand ambassador to the Vibe for a few months. And then now I took the discussion further on, you know, to see how we can change the dynamics as artists who definitely are thoughtful about the impact and stuff. So I decided to be like, all right, let's cut the deal so I can own, 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 own the franchise for mm-hmm. a few and run it. Mm-hmm. And then now uh, that part of the business will vibe it later, but I need the strength to be able to move to the next level where I want to go to. So certain proceeds of that will go to my foundation for me to be continuing the works that I do because almost every year we put together a show, an event, a shine man to the world, right. a homecoming, where we spend loads, loads because it's a free event, but it's we give them the best, the biggest production. So big. <laughs> Super big. Man. I tell you about 60,000, 70,000 yes, people. people. You know? It's crazy. And it's a shaman to the world. And me, Ronda, I've been running it for seven years now. This year is going to be the eighth year. Been running the BIM concert for four years now. This year is going to be the fifth year. So I have like two signature shows, hands down, every year in Ghana. So you know the thing going. We're just trying to leave up, trying to push to the next level. Because whoever is going to come behind us or the people who are coming behind us have to have a lot to, to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because wherever we stop, God willing, is where they have to take it on from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have to push. Yeah. All right. Mm. I think that was great. Thank I, you I'm so very, very happy much. that Thank we could you. just without, without the alcohol still, right? I still got it. You want a little drinky juice? <laughs> you want a little drinky juice? Because I've got like proper cool. celebration drinks, yeah, you know? It's, it's a weed, man. We've got it's a weed. little celebration oh. drinks here, mate. It's a weed we want to... Wanna... <laughs> So we're going to open that up and we're going to have a little drink right now. Thanks, yeah, man, for real. Um, This was Reasonings (coughs) with Stone Boy. 
It was reason Odessa. Uh, this is reasons with Odessa. She's uh, <laughs> she's a super super. How do I even term it? She's a super woman. That's it. Yes, That's bless it. up. Yeah, man, Next time, so I, I'm, for I'm looking forward to coming back home and yeah. not at Christmas because it's party after party. Yeah. I want to just just chill. chill. Out. Yeah, man. You know the best the best <laughs> moment. So exhausted. The best moments are in December when you come the again. Party and, yo, after party. Sometimes in, in Ghana, I do four to five shows and it's night. crazy. I'm like, yo, you mean more than kill me? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and yo, and so. I was literally like that. I'm like, you guys are gonna freaking kill me. I need to yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah, and I that's why I couldn't even meet you. So I mean, I need to use the opportunity to say big up to everybody who's been around working so effortlessly around the team. You know. You know, DJ Justice, you know. That's right. And, uh, and uh, everybody else, Bernita Music Group, you don't know, TJ, and uh, you know what I mean? All these things, you know. All right, and I can at least come and spend some time. I want to yeah, see man. my niece next time. I'm very Yeah, serious. man, so yo, um, <laughs> I'm, everybody go check out the album. Please. 5th March is my birthday, and I'm so first Pisces. time my birthday in Jamaica, man. Well, so what are we going to do? We're going to have to get some more of this. But that's the day I'm traveling out still. Oh. So I have All right, so we're going to make the toast now. We're going to drink some of this amazing Prosecco. <laughs> Big up, I can't even pronounce the name, Bottega. Big up, Bottega, Rose Gold. Thank you guys for sponsoring mm, this, for this podcast. Um, Reasons with Odessa, we out. Anglaga Junction, we're in. Yes, thank you, Stoneboy, for passing through for reasonings. It was really, yeah, it was really cool. I, I really, I really love this brother. And um, what more I really love is that we have a new Drinky Poo sponsor, and that is Bottega Prosecco. If you see those sexy bottles, guys, it's like the bottles are sexy, but so is the actual Prosecco. So go out and purchase that. Don't forget, guys, to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on any podcast platform that you listen to it on. That's it for this episode of Reasonings with Odessa. Linkage laters. Peace. This podcast was also brought to you by Ideas Evolution Jamaica. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.